Hey, welcome to Old Ass Movie Reviews. I'm Scott, and there is Dave, and we are on to Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country. Ah, yes, Star Trek has a great history of courtroom law scenes. Uh, This is definitely a courtroom movie, a trial movie, the trial of Kirk and Bones uh, for the assassination of uh, the head chancellor. um, It's a good detective. It's a whodunit. It is a whodunit. It's a good movie. I really dig this movie. Yeah. From start to finish, the opening scene, um, Sulu's a captain. Mm Mm-hmm. The, the ship, and he's the captain of the Excelsior, if I remember correctly. Right. And he's got his tea, and he's just being the captain, you know, all, all Sulu'd out. And then all of a sudden, the ship just starts shaking, and everybody's looking around like, what the? Why are we getting a fucking shake? And Sulu looks over at somebody on the, on the the that's looking at a computer, and they're like, man, there's something just exploded, or something to that yeah. effect. And something big. He's, he's like, put it on screen. And all of a sudden, all you see is this big shock wave of debris and shit rolling at his ship. And he's like, Oh damn. And they, they get hit and they're being just pummeled. And he's got to, he starts yelling, steer into it, steer into it. And the ship's just, you know, got to, got to ride out this thing without being, I, I love, destroyed. I love this bit. Cause this is the typical, um, I, I love it when there's a, when they show the bridge during an attack and explosions are going off, there's always such elaborate dives across the screen. Yeah. And oh. this one does not disappoint. They're just people. Ah, yeah. Everybody. <laughs> it's like, it's so funny every time, man. It was nice to see Yeoman Rand uh, uh, on the ship with Sulu. So that was cool. I like uh, uh, Grace, Grace E. Whitney, I believe is her name. Mm. Um, it was nice to see her that they kept bringing her back to the movies. Right. The parts. It was nice to, nice to have her there. Um, that opening scene, and then they do. They're like, "Well, Praxis, it's the moon. It's it's like a some mining colony." Well, put it on screen, and they do the super magnification, yeah. and there's just like a just a chunk of the planet left. There's almost nothing left, and they're getting the radio wave. And I think what happened is they're getting the radio transmission from Praxis right before it explodes. Right. The Klingons, you know, screaming for help, and you know what's going on. And then, you know, you see the Klingon explode. And I think that's what took place before they were zooming in on the, on right. the thing. I think that it just took that long for the radio wave to get to them, which was cool. Um, but, yeah. But I like so, I like the response from the radio message or whatever. You know, everything's good. You know, yeah. it's, it's Baghdad Bob all over again. You know, yeah. Stay in the yeah. neutral zone. It's yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because he's like, tell them we're here if they need any help. It's like, nope. We're fine. Everything's good. We're good. Yeah. And I like the one guy who looks over at Sulu. He says, should we report this to to the Federation? He says, are you kidding me? <laughs> or something like that. Uh, that which I thought was yeah. just hysterical. Like, really? Are you kidding me? Yeah, this, is a, this is a well-written yeah. one. Um, it is a... What was I? I was thinking of something um, on this. This this episode reminded me. I don't know if you watched the last season of the Orville at all, but no, no, I watched the first two and then they changed out the strong chick. And I was like, not interested. I haven't gone back yet. It was it was it's a really strong season. um, But they had a character on there named Charlie Burke and Charlie grew up. In a time, well, with the the Kalons, Isaac, the artificial intelligence crew uh-huh. member, uh, when they turned against their makers, they were violent, and they're just you know on a on they're like the they're the Borg of 
right. the Orville. Um, right. And she was just so hell bent, just like Kirk. No good Klingons. She's no good Kalons. And they right, both right. had Seth MacFarlane, I think, took a lot of inspiration from this movie to make this character who has a complete cool. come around. And it's a real it's a neat story. And that's what that it would reminded me of that third series. It's it's good. It's a bit heavy. And um, I like, I like Seth, though. but it's a bit heavy on the message. But, yeah. you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Some good sci fi. Yeah. yeah um, this is well written. It's really well well acted. Kim Cattrall as Yeah, I as had forgotten Fox a lot of this underling. movie. I liked this movie from the very beginning. My wife and I went to go see this at the theater mm-hmm. and we were excited when it came out. And this right. is after uh what what was the last one that we just watched? I forgot the name of it. Uh, the Final Frontier. Final Frontier, thank you. And Final Frontier, though I like Final Frontier, and I like it more now than I did then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it one that has gotten you know, better with each watch. It's gotten better over the years. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I was really excited about this one. I wanted to see this one. I was like, fuck, this, this looks good. And it was. It does not disappoint from beginning to end. And I like in the movie, there's a scene where Kirk's going to beam over. Oh, no, we just jumped over that part. So. <laughs> what happens is the Klingons have decided they yeah. need, they need help of the Federation, and they're they're going to make peace. So of course Kirk and crew are called back, and you you know mm-hmm. you're going to go meet these guys. And he, Kirk's like, isn't there like a full ambassador that would be better at this? And the basically the president of the Federation or whatever says, nope, you're the man for the job. And he he hates the Klingons at this point. He's his son. Well, they killed his son. It's, yeah, it's. <clears throat> not to mention all the shit that he's gone through his entire career fighting Klingons, you know? Mm-hmm. So he's there. He invites the ambassador and his, you know, immediate people over. They have dinner together. They're all fucking drunk off of Romulan wine. And <laughs> they get a little somebody, free with their speech. <laughs> yeah, somebody launches a missile and hits the Klingons, takes them out couple of people beam over it's a long story but let's just say sabotage yeah let's just say that kirk's got to beam over like after all sudden done he's telling these guys it wasn't us we didn't do this mm-hmm. and they're like you lying sob you know you attacked well, yeah, us, but we, we're, we're so close our shields are down there's you know no way it wasn't you so that's how he and mccoy get captured is yeah. they beam over to the klingon ship and it's um I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I was just going to say, but I mean, a little tracer on. Oh him. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's love, true. Everything's going to be good, boss. And pats him on yeah, the a back. Little caterpiller kind of on his back, and uh, the, it was good to go. Yeah, the tracer. And I thought that was good. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, sorry, go that was the first time I actually saw that. You know, it's like, oh, really? Wait. Yeah, I never caught that before. Um, <laughs> oh, but that's funny. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's really neat in this because this is a timeless tale. This yeah. this is um, analogous with racism, classism, you name it, any isms, any separation, any enemy, you know, any, any enemy, enemy, any anything, any stereotype you have. It's right. It's a good episode and or a good movie. And it's a good story because what happens here is, you know, Kirk does hate the Klingons. But oh, yeah. He would have never he would have never killed them like that. But he wouldn't lose any sleep over it either. Um, no, if they were in a battle and he wiped out that entire ship, it would have been one thing. Yeah, but that's but he would have he never cold, he was, killed him in cold blood. Yeah, he was going to follow orders. That that wasn't what he was about. He was an honorable right. 
honorable man. Unlike, but like, yeah, like lots of dishonorable people in this, um, yeah. and just like well, anything, both sides. Well, that's just it. There's always going to be somebody who they they don't want that future. They don't want the Klingons in at yeah. all. So they're going to do whatever they can to stop it, and they do. And that's the same thing with damn dude with anything going on. Yeah. Uh, Look at the world now. This took place when the Russian, uh, when the wall fell in Germany and Russia started, mm. you know, opening up a bit. And that's basically the time period of this movie. And it makes sense when you watch it. You're like, oh, I see all the correlations. Yep. Yeah. I'll, they oh, were yeah, always the dude. Russians. The, the Klingons were always supposed to be the Russians. But then when I, I'm looking at it now with my eyes of the 21st century, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this correlates a lot with what's happening now. They need a constant yes. war. They want a constant war. They don't want anybody that's not going to cause a war, start a war, get get wars going, help arm wars, fund wars. If you're in that camp of somebody who's just like, can we just not try and kill each other? You're the enemy. Not, yep. not the. And that is know, the vast the majority guy. of us. <laughs> and that's yeah, exactly. That's why so many of us are being red, red tagged right now um or blackballed i should say but the funny thing is and again the things that nobody ever understands is the good guys always win we always win peace i don't know if peace is a natural want for man but it should be they don't want (laughs) they don't want complete annihilation either uh these constant wars that been plaguing this planet since at least world war one and before uh, we can go all the I think there's been war since uh, yeah. the beginning of time. <laughs> yeah, but what the whole point that I'm trying to make is it's very if you watch this movie, you can put today's politics. Yes, you could you can put it anywhere. Politics into this movie very easily. Yes. Just like you could put the politics of the time yep. when the movie was released, which I forgot the year, but the politics of that day were mm-hmm. in that movie definitely. But today I was watching it uh, the other night and I'm like Holy crap! This is still, this is Relevant. still going on. This this yeah. kind of logic is still going on. And like it's you sad. said, there's bad guys on both sides. The oh, Klingons yeah, got their bad guys. The Federation's got their bad guys. The freaking Romulans are tossed in for good measure. Everybody is because everybody has a stake in it. We see so much sci-fi that's always that's uh, written from. It's like lately I've been seeing a lot, at <laughs> least of uh, where another species will come to stop the humans because once the humans get out in space, like they've seen what we could do. Actually, it's Star Trek. It shows that a lot. Uh, you right. know, it's, well, they're not wrong. Technically. Yeah. Uh, the Mass Effect video games did the same thing. So many uh, alien races were not wanting to let the humans right. into their federation because all we were were death and destruction. And we just destroyed everything we touched. And it's like, no, they're not wrong. <laughs> they're like, well, we didn't know about Mer- Mother Teresa. Sorry. <laughs> you had one of them? <laughs> really? Out of 52 yeah. billion people that were born and died? We, we've had one. a few. We've had a few, <laughs> yeah. but that's not <laughs> yeah, a good made, record. It's five good ones, huh? <laughs> yeah, not a good record at all. And we kill them. Uh, yeah. When they show up, we kill them. The <laughs> guy so, asked for peace. He's nailed to a cross. I don't get yeah. this. Yeah. The only one that, that was not murdered was Buddha. Yeah. It's because I couldn't find him. Probably. He just sat down under a tree one day. And he was the tree. 
became the consciousness of the tree. If I remember my storytelling correctly. Is that true? Because I don't know. I have not read anything about the Buddha I, and we're venturing into our other podcast right now. So that's uh, how I remember it. But it's it's just a, it's a good allegory for what's going yes. on. Today too. It, it really is. It um, is. It can, like you said, it can go uh, from the time it came out to, to now and it works. And, and that leads into what we were talking about. Good writing. Um, we, we were talking a little bit about the strike. I'd like to do another show maybe sometime later this weekend. If we get a chance, we'll just talk a little bit about how I understand what's going on in the strike and you understand right. what's going on in the writer strike and actor strike. But it's good writing. Whoever wrote this, and I'm sorry I don't have my, my phone up, good, solid writing, good yes. story. They're making a point. They're making a valid point, and they're not beating you over the head with it. That's just and it. They again, don't have to. <laughs> it's such good writing 20, 25 years ago mm-hmm. and today. Each each watching tells me exactly what's going on today. Mm-hmm. Told me then what was going on then and what's going on today. That's a sign of a good writer. And you know what? In 30 years when I watch this movie again, it's going to tell me another story of exactly what's going on at that point. Yeah. That's good writing. Yeah. That's a solid writer. That's somebody who yeah. knew knew the well, nature of storytelling and writing and humanity. Well, that and a good sci-fi takes a mirror and flips it right in, in society's face. And yeah. that's what this does. Um, exactly. Like, yeah. Nice. Well done. Very well done. Very um, well done. But what I was going to say was that there's a scene. And again, I got off on a tangent. It's all good. As I always do. Shocking. Kirk is, yeah, <laughs> Kirk and McCoy are on the ship. They basically tell them they've been arrested, and I guess the Klingon ship must have limped back home. And the Federation is ordering Spock back, and he's not going to go back. He's like, eh, too bad your engines aren't working, Scotty. And Scotty's like, what are you talking about? The engines are working fine. He's like, yeah, but if we leave, the guys who assassinated these guys are going to get rid of the uniforms and all the evidence that we have basically. And he's like, Oh yeah, but my engines are screwed. We can't It's going to take weeks. <laughs> yeah. Could, could take weeks or months. I don't know. So all of a sudden they're not moving. They're staying right where they're at. They ain't moving. And somebody says something to, to Spock about like, well, what the hell? We can't even find these guys now. And he says, don't worry about it. I got to, I put a tracker on, on Kirk. He's fine. But I know right where they're at. I know right where to go. Then they call Sulu's ship. And Sulu's like, I'm there. Whatever you need. You know, you just yeah. let me know. I'm, I'm going to be close. I'm going to be as close by as I can be without bringing attention to myself. <laughs> you know, for the Federation, I'm there. And I like the, the, uh, the little cameo of the guy who knocks on Sulu's door. Mm-hmm. Um, I always want to say it's the Footloose guy, but it's not the Footloose guy. It's uh, Christian Sl- Slater. Yes, Christian Slater. Yes, I was like, oh look. And I, then when I that's that's the only problem with having him in it's that dollar scene. store, Jack Nicholson. Oh. Yeah, exactly. The only I problem like with Christian Slater. I do. Slater in that scene is it took me out of the movie, and it always yeah. takes me out of the movie because it's Christian Slater, and I know who he is. You he's know got a, I mean? he's got a swagger about him. He's got something. <laughs> there's just something about the dude, and it's just like yes, it pulls you right out. It's like. You're, you're part of Starfleet? <laughs> yeah. But it's funny because he says, hey, uh, we're getting a message from Starfleet. They want to know if we've heard from Kirk. And, of course, everybody on that ship knows that Sulu served with Kirk. 
and they've gotten messages from Kirk. They they know this, and he just says, "Yeah, we don't know where they're at. We don't we don't know anything." And the kid looks at him. He's like, "What? Like, do you want me to really basically saying do you really want me to lie to Starfleet?" And Sulu gives him a dressing down in about three words, something to the effect of. Did I stutter, Mister? I know. Or yeah, I think it was. Did I stutter something, or something? Yeah, something it was. Like it was which is George Takai delivered that perfectly, man. Do not <laughs> want your captain saying that to you in that tone. <laughs> in that tone at that time of night, when one of the, one of the world's where galaxy's biggest heroes' life is at stake, mm-hmm. and this guy served with him and learned how to be a captain from him. Yeah, that's not the guy you want to piss off. Because you'll wind up here in the brig. <laughs> but <clears throat> that was, excuse me, that was a good scene with um, with them. And it, it solidifies Sulu. Um, I'm not a big George Takai fan. Just um, That's out there. But I always wanted to see a Sulu movie with him on the, the Excelsior. Even if oh, it he's, a fi- been, he's a fine actor. He really yeah, is. Um, yeah, and as for that character, he would have been great. Now, I didn't understand why they didn't do a spinoff with that character. Cause I yeah. think it would have made money. Um, now he's kind of old. Mm. Don't know if you want he's to do done, that now. He does a lot of voice work um, right. for video games and everything. And he still, yeah. he still can bring quite a performance. So it's uh, so I think last I saw him was in a, the Yakuza series as a mafia boss. And it was yeah. really he good. He plays a good one. I know he was in heroes as. Uh, oh yeah. I forgot dad. about that in heroes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he's a good actor. He's a good actor. Yeah. But I love that scene, like like just to yeah. see him. I remember the first time we were at the theater and you see Sulu as the captain. And you're like, oh, fuck, that's perfect. Yeah. You know, that was per- it, the only one that would have been maybe a, be- a little bit better to have as a captain or maybe not better. But I would have had the exact same emotion was Ohura or Chekhov. Either one of them yeah. would as a captain. I would it would have been, been like, a nice surprise. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been like, fuck, yeah, that's awesome. But it was cool to. To do yeah, that. absolutely, absolutely. So, but yeah, Spock's um, not moving. Yeah, he, he's not moving, and they're just trying to figure out what's who did what and when. Yeah, so that was good. Yeah, so uh, one of the things that I really like on this is we get to see Kirk and his Kirkiness uh, when they get to Urapente, the mining colony where they've been <laughs> yeah. sentenced for life in prison. Oh, but before man. I get there, before I get there. Please help me out. I have not done the research. Is that Michael Dorn? Yes. You didn't know? I know. I just wanted to make sure before I said yes, that was Michael Dorn. They they but I watched an interview not too long ago with him and somebody asked him about that. And either DS, I think he was on DS9 or it was right in between. I may have my timing off. But they were like, hey Mike, you want to be in a want to be in a movie? He's like, sure, I'll, I'll do another Star Trek movie. He's like, great, you're going to be a Klingon. He's like, really? He goes, yeah, you're going to play your dad. So it's like, his dad, okay. And he was like, what? So, yeah, Michael Dorn's character of yeah. Worf is playing. Because I remember the name father. being Worf, and it's like, okay, help, yeah. help me out here. I'm hurting. How, how old are, they, are these Klingons? And, and that's the uh, <laughs> that, that's that's where they had the big Klingon attack whenever they, they blamed, uh, I think they blamed the Federation yeah. for the attack on uh, uh, my, my mind just went blank the, the planet that they're on 
when they're holding the peace conference, Kittimer. Oh, Kittimer yeah. massacres, and it was that's where Worf is orphaned because both of his parents are killed, and then uh-huh. the humans pick him up and and take him home to Earth. They're like, can't just let this. You know, they couldn't let him go back to Klingons because they probably would have killed him. Right. Or you know, dishonored family. You know, whatever Klingons do. So they took him back. They raised him, and that's how Worf gets with the uh, Federation, but that's supposed to be his dad. And the first time I saw that, cause I had no idea Michael Dorn was in the movie. The first time uh-huh. I saw it. And every time it's just like, yeah, that's cool. Michael Dorn. It is cool. It's really cool. So I just wanted to give the best Klingon. Yeah. I wanted to give it. Absolutely. Um, just wanted to give a shout out to that, but, uh, yeah. the, the, the Kirkiness of hooking Kirk up with, uh, one of the hottest supermodels of the time, uh, the absolutely mm-hmm. gorgeous Iman, oh. uh, who shapeshifts into lady, a big right? ugly. What's that? It's David Bowie. That was David Bowie's wife. Right? Yes. 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 Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Two gorgeous. There's a reason she was gorgeous together. It's like, yeah. geez, not, <laughs> you don't even know who to look at at that point. I know, right? It's like, which one's more beautiful? I don't know. It's yeah, exactly. 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 But, uh, so, yeah. I'm on yeah. And a shapeshifter. Turned a out shapeshifter that presented a lot of humor. Uh, yeah. When Kirk realized that he slept with the giant beast, uh, <laughs> they don't allow boys here or girls here. <laughs> but um, I absolutely really like this movie. Um, I, I, it's a good one. It's a good one. It's I, I think it's better than the fifth one, the one we just watched. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. This, this it's, is. It's, it's got better writing. It's more relevant. And it's timeless. This is my second favorite Star Trek of all the Star Trek movies oh. that, that we've watched so far. Oh, so and far. We'll, okay. we'll watch. We'll oh, okay. watch all the way. My second favorite. It's Wrath of Khan and Undiscovered Country. Uh, yep. The third favorite is coming up. And in that order. Ah. There's such good stuff. There's just a scene where Spock has to do a mind meld on somebody. And you know it pains him to do it. This is how Leonard Nimoy is such a good actor. And he knew this character so well, mm-hmm. of course. But he he just, the way he does the mind meld and the way the, the actress fights against the mind meld, probably some of her best acting that I've ever oh, seen. It, it is. Uh, you The fear um, in Kim Cattrall's eyes and the pain. And it's like both of them, I mean, very yeah. fine actors. It was, it's, it's a great scene. There is fan theory that I don't know there's ever been oh, said yet. Tell. But the, that those two, the two characters were supposed to be an item. Like not just taking his place in Starfleet, but was also supposed to be, you know, the two of them were, we're going to do the mating ritual kind of thing. And they were, oh. they were, they were an item. And <clears throat> that's one of the reasons that, that it pained him so much to do what he had to do and her too. Interesting. I mean, because she, she was hoping that he would see her, her point of view. And she even basically says it like, how, how could, how do you not see, you know, the logic of all this or the, you know, how illogical it is on your side. And he's like, you don't get it. You, you don't get what's going on. You're not looking at the big picture kind of thing. And well, that she it was just a good piece of acting. Between it is two. a good, great piece of acting. And it just made my brain go a little loopy here on right. that. But um, thinking 
<laughs> we, you talk about the logic and can, how can you not see the logic of doing this? It's right. like when we, when we look at AI and what does oh, the yeah. AI always do? Kills when you humans. tell it, hey, save the world, it kills all the humans yeah. because that was the most logical thing. Right. So I'm just, yeah, you can have logic. It doesn't necessarily mean the outcome is going to be good. <laughs> exactly. And that's the good thing about his character of Spock is he learned that. He had to learn that. Like, mm, yeah, he did. He was, he was learning it early in the series, like in, when the original series was on. Mm -hmm. You could see him like. Kind He's of really learning it on uh, Strange New Worlds. Right. Like yeah. questioning why things are. Um, I don't know if I'm going to watch the third or second season of Strange New Worlds. Uh, I've seen some of the bumpers for some of the other episodes and I'm like, ah, uh, they didn't just do that, did they? So but I might. It's, I'm iffy on that. You know what? You do you. It's, that's just me. I love the first series. I love the first. Then you'll love the second series. Um, it's been excellent. But I've been I've been putting it off because I'm afraid they're going to destroy what I liked. Uh, only if you let it. Only if you let it. Keep in mind there may be bad episodes in anything you like. I am so. I could be. They a can't all be perfect. If only I had the choke force power. The next uh, episode is full of. Never mind. I was going to say something very inappropriate, and I will just keep moving on that. Okay, so. My recommendation, <laughs> Undiscovered Country, awesome movie, Dave's yeah. second favorite. Uh, I yeah. don't know where I put it in mine, but it is definitely up there. It is right. a good one. It is definitely a good one. Probably, so, probably one of my least favorite is coming up. Yes. The next one, Star Trek Generations. Mm, an afterthought? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. should have left Kirk gone. Yeah, at that point, so. they should have just left it alone. But what are you going to do? Um, so, joy. Yeah, I was going to say, yes. what? Go on. I love no no. I was just gonna say I I concur absolutely. Yeah. It was probably one of the best ones I think, and great movie. And like I said, it, it any time that you're gonna watch this movie politically, if it you works. are a political demon, it's gonna be there for you. You're gonna see it and go, oh okay, that this is what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. When really it's not, but it fits perfectly with whatever could, political things going on in the world. So yeah, it's it's good and it's not it's relevant. Meaningful. The head. It's not, and it has a lesson. Yeah, and it's not beating. And yeah, the, and the postman doesn't come in and go lesson, and then message. Back out. <laughs> message. That's it. Message. Yeah. Um, but it's such a good movie. It's so well yeah. written, so well acted. Everybody is, just dude. does their part. They nobody walks on. Nobody just walks walks through their lines. No, and that's the not good at thing all. About these actors, none of it. None of them ever just walked through and said. Oh, I'm just going to put in a day's work and move on. Not one. <laughs> no, they don't. No, they don't. Um, no, it, uh, it's a good one. And so next week we watch. Um, yeah. Generations. Uh, well, are maybe we going like... more music? Wait, did we, did we, are we already back to music? Did we just do two? No, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. I'm sorry. I jumped the gun. So generations, and then we're generations next. Movies. Okay, sorry, folks. I, I don't. I mean, I can throw it. I can. I can throw it anyway. But it, it is uh, generations next week, and then uh, we will go into a musical break and uh, a little trip into uh, old Manton Moreland classic, and then Lovely. back to Star Trek with the next generation series of movies. That's going to be cool. That's going to be yep. great. Hardly wait. I can hardly. So, Thanks again, folks. Thanks for checking us out. Hit the like, hit the share, hit the subscribe, and uh, we will catch you next week and live long and prosper.